pull up a bar stool. Today is a, we can go rant crazy today, right? Um, there's a lot on my mind. You know, it's been two years, and I'll get to this very soon, two years since I started my Facebook page. Hit that anniversary this week. So I've got a lot to talk about in terms of um, kind of a, a look back at those two years and what I've been through and some of the mistakes I've made and um, the celebration as well of, of those two years. So we'll get to that. And I think that's going to be a really nice um, transition into this recent report and blog post from Forrester basically saying that Facebook advertising doesn't work. You're full of crap. All right, <laughs> so that's where I'm going to go rant crazy, rant crazy. So go open the fridge, grab yourself a drink, sit back, pop a bottle. Let's do it. Hey, everybody, John here from JohnLumer.com and John Loomer Digital on Facebook. Here with another edition of the Social Media Pubcast, where each week I invite you to the virtual pub, and we get drunk on social media. So my friend, you know how we roll around here. Don't think I didn't notice you don't have a drink in hand. Put me on pause, I'll be here when you get back. Get yourself a drink. Cheers. All right, so I am really happy to have something completely different. Um, I'm shaking it up this week thanks to my good friend Amy Porterfield who uh, sent me some beer, uh, and we've got a nice little uh, combination. We had all kinds of stuff that came in. It, was, uh, it looks like a, a Florida Florida kind of mishmash of beers. Today I'm drinking Key West Sunset Ale. It's an amber ale. Um, it's good stuff. Good stuff. Cheers. Oh, yeah. So thank you, Amy Porterfield. That's the good stuff right there. So, um, you know, I haven't uh, gone on much of a rant today. We're going to get to a rant here in a second. But before I do that, um, I just wanted to do a little look back. And, um, you know, I do this every once in a while. Maybe I do it too often. I don't know. But I like to kind of, uh, you know, take notice of important milestones and, and anniversaries with my business because, you know, I don't take it for granted um, how things have evolved over the last two years. And so I hit that a big, big date on Monday. Um, you know, earlier, a couple of months ago, I, I talked about the two year anniversary of my business or not necessarily my business, but when this journey began, when I was laid off. But what happened on Monday, strangely enough, was two years since I started my Facebook page. Um, yeah, I waited that long. So, um, you know, I wrote a post, and, and that, that post was really stats-based. It was really, uh, gave me some time to dig into my insights and see how, you know, the numbers have evolved over time in, in, in terms of uh, page likes and reach and engaged users and even negative feedback. And, you know, that's kind of interesting, but that's cold and heartless, really, when it comes down to it. There's no soul to that. So I wanted to sit down and kind of, um, you know, again, kind of give you my story. And um, kind of, uh, this today's going to be more of like a stream of consciousness, really. You know, this portion, as well as when we get into my rant that we're going to get to later. But, you know, again, I don't take it for granted. It, and it's really, to me, 
It's pretty amazing. Look, uh, you know, cause I, and I, and I want to give you this story because I know a lot of you deal with the same things that I was dealing with two years ago or one year ago. And um, while there is no true blueprint to success on Facebook, I just want you to know it can, it, it'll happen. Uh, but you can't give up. You can't take shortcuts. So two years ago on Monday, I wrote this. Uh, my first um, Facebook post was sharing a, a blog post about why I decided it was time to create my own Facebook page. And up until then, um, I had been just skating along using my profile. And But one of the, one of the reasons I, I, want, I decided to use a Facebook page was that, um, I, you know, I, I figured I was probably annoying my friends who, you know, they're like, all right, enough already about, about these blog posts and Facebook marketing and whatever it is you're writing about. Um, so that was one reason, and so I really wanted to separate business from pleasure. But you could tell reading that post that I was still struggling with whether that was the right thing to do. Um, and what was really sad, um, sad in a, you know, you know, now it's okay, it's kind of funny. But um, before I reshared that post from two years ago, it still hadn't received a single comment, like, or share. Um, now it has some, but... Um, and, you know, I've mentioned this before, but that first month was hell, um, Facebook-wise. I think I, I published 39 updates to my Facebook page, and 26 didn't receive a single comment, like, or share. Um, I felt like I was talking to myself. And um, make no mistake, that first month, even the first several months, um, I, I, I wondered... If, if it was ever going to come together. Um, and uh, it did. It did. But just know that it didn't happen overnight. Uh, it took a ton of hard work. And while there was absolutely temptation to take shortcuts, and I may have even dabbled in a couple of them, like, uh, and, and I backed away, there was a LinkedIn, on LinkedIn, there was this post, um, you know, and actually I, I did it first as kind of, as a really innocent thing. On a, on a LinkedIn group, I said, hey, check out my new, my new Facebook page, um, and if you're interested in this kind of stuff, make sure you like it. Well, what ended up happening was this ended up being a, a thread where, like mine, I'll like yours kind of thing. So I started getting a ton of likes, and it felt dirty. It felt real dirty, and a few, probably a couple months later, two or three months later, I was sick of it. I was sick of seeing people right on my wall saying, hey, I saw your, your LinkedIn post. I liked your page. Make sure you like me back. Waste of time, man. And uh, I eventually deleted that, that post on LinkedIn and just felt right uh, to do that. So I've been there, and I was always, like in the beginning, I wouldn't even invest in Facebook ads. I would only advertise when um, I was able to track down a different coupon code. And it's just funny because back then, they were everywhere. And there were legit ways of getting coupon co codes from Facebook uh, for $50 or $100. That really doesn't exist anymore. But um, so as a result, that's when I advertised. I probably advertised a total of 350 bucks or so using coupon codes uh, over that first six months to a year. And, but that, 
that's the wrong way to go about business. And then I end up writing about how to get those coupon codes. So I ended up re- attracting the people who wanted stuff for free. It was just stupid, you know? Um, I made a lot of mistakes. I really did. And then um, I remember advertising during, I think it was during the end of 2011 when Optimized C- whenever it was Optimized CPM started up. I don't, I don't remember when that was now. I wouldn't have been 2011, probably 2012. And just the ridiculous results I was getting because... I was, again, worried about the number of likes. And I think it was one day, I I put I might have combined a few coupon codes and I don't know how much I spent. If it was $100 or maybe more than that. And I got something like 800 new likes. And I started looking closer, more closely at what those likes were. And it was just garbage, man. So while I talk a lot about um, doing things the right way, Understand. I understand. I understand the temptation. I understand not completely getting it, uh, focusing on the wrong numbers. I've been there too. I had to fight through it. You know, I'll just say this as some holier than thou. I've never, I've never considered doing these kinds of things before, but uh, I understand it. But a lot of that just has to do with some. I understand the desperation, the feeling that you, you can't spend money. Um, so, so doing things as cheaply as possible, I've been there, but you know what? Um, my business didn't clearly take off until I really started investing. So, um, eventually I figured out that, you know, I need to do things the right way. And I started spending, you know, like a dollar a day on advertising. And that started to grow to two hours a day, $3 a day. Um, but I got to tell you, it wasn't really until this year when, cause I actually, I wrote, um, a post at the end of 2012, kind of looking back at the year. I, no, you know, it might've been in 2013. It was about what it costs to run a successful business online. And the amount I spend was negligible, uh, on investment. It was, it was kind of crazy really when, it, when I looked at it, it was like $2,000 or so total, I spent on everything for my online business, which is pretty amazing. I did awesome. Um, all things considered, how much I invested, that was pretty amazing. Um, and I spent a total of $750 of that on Facebook ads for 2012. But here's the funny thing. Um, I'm spending, I'm spending uh, let's see, $80 to $100 a day right now on Facebook ads. Um, you know, $50 to $100. Some, sometimes as low as 50, but 50 to 100 a day. So I'm spending more in a month now than I spent the entire year of 2012. And the results speak for themselves. I mean, uh, it's, it's really amazing. Um, and I'm going to get to this more later in my rant. But So lessons learned here. And a lot of this is obvious, but I just got to hammer it home. Hammer it home. Um, there are no short, shortcuts, okay, people? Um, know what numbers matter and do not listen to everybody else who's always screaming about likes and how important that is. It's not that important. What you need is a community of people who are hungry for your content, who are in your niche. And they also make sure you're building the right community of people who want to spend money, who are willing to spend money. Um, because I, that, that was such a mistake that I made in the early going that I, I was not focusing on these people. 
I was, I was focusing on the wrong crowd, inviting the wrong people to my blog. And guess what? How many of them wanted to pay for anything? Nobody did. So um, I'm, you got to sit down, figure out what what your product is, what your value is you can provide. Make sure it applies to a group of people who are willing to spend money um, and then provide that value. And then be willing to invest in your success. Because once I did that, once I started investing 50 to $100 a day, um, boom, explosion. And um, so, so that's my story. And um, so, so, so just to recap, please do not quit. Build an audience through providing value. Make the world a better place. And you should, and then eventually, once you do that, sell, baby. Sell. Don't, don't make that your first priority, um, but you should sell. After you provide that value, after you gain that trust, sell. And then make sure you invest your time and money into this, this, uh, these efforts on Facebook. Once you do that, you will get that positive ROI. But um, you got to do it the right way, my friends. Cheers to that. I think so. Cheers. So anyway, I, th- I felt like um, it's a nice transition into the, the rant that I'm about to go, go into here. Um, Forrester put out a report recently uh, called, and in a blog post, I guess, called An Open Letter to Mark Zuckerberg. I wasn't even made aware. I didn't know this existed until um, Jamie, a friend of mine, Jamie Turner, wrote a post um, as well covering these the results that were reported uh, by Forrester. What Forrester did was they surveyed 395 marketers from um, mainly I think, big brands, and they asked them to grade their satisfaction level um, with various ways of marketing. And uh, Forrester claimed, and, and Facebook came up last in terms of satisfaction by, by getting an average score of 3.54 out of 5. And understand the highest score was 3.84. So the difference was pretty darn small. And um, this, uh, this, this report was just BS, in, in my opinion. 395 marketers. So first of all, small sample size. Uh, we don't know anything about those those uh, marketers' efforts on Facebook. And here's the thing. This this is one of those posts that I think it was written for link bait because people who want to pile on Facebook to say, yeah, you're right, it doesn't work. That explains why I've been, I've been throwing my money away for the last year. Um, it tracks those people like moss to a flame, right? And uh, but the the moment I knew that that uh, this was uh, a slanted article that had very little behind it was when um, the the author again it was an open letter to Mark Zuckerberg complained about the fact that Facebook only allows you to reach 16% of your fans. Uh, if you want to piss me off, talk about that. That's so ridiculous. I mean, I don't know how much we got. We're not going to talk about it too much today, but the 16% number is so 
overblown. It's not even funny. All right. Half, a little bit more than half now of your fans are online every day. So immediately, Facebook doesn't have anything to do with the fact you didn't reach about half of your fans. And then when you do publish, you are competing with a ton of content because everybody has all these friends and all these, all, all these pages that they like. Um, so you're competing with all of them, getting buried. And it's not like if you come, look, if, if, if a page you likes, you, you like, wrote a post at 8 a.m. and you don't show up till noon, it's not like that's, that's at the top of your news feed. That's buried in a hurry. So if there was no edge rank, I'd contend that you would reach even fewer than 16% of your fans because it would be like Twitter. And how many of your fans do you reach or your followers do you reach on Twitter with a single post? It's buried in two seconds. So um, that's something that just angers me. I hate this crap, right? Um, so anyway, Jamie Turner, again, good friend of mine. Uh, so he piggybacked off of it with his post, The Truth About Facebook Ads. They don't actually work. Uh, and I just shake my head. Um, understand, Facebook, this is complicated, okay? There are more than 1 million advertisers on Facebook. So, and this is something that's really pretty new. So we're talking about email marketing and all these other things that people have been doing for a few few years now. There are a ton of newbies in Facebook advertising. Many of them have it all wrong. Many of them, their definition of Facebook advertising is hitting that boost button or it's getting as cheap of likes as possible. Many, how many of these people are actually building trust and building a community? How many of them are just going in there selling? Oh, I've seen it a million times. All right. People coming to me wanting help. Um, or telling me it doesn't work or whatever, they approach Facebook like banner advertising. If I publish it, someone should should buy, and if they don't, it's not working. And um, that's the problem. There are far too many people with that point of view. They look at Facebook like they do email and banner advertising. If you just throw it out there, it's going to work. It's BS, Okay. Um, really, they approach it, it's the equivalent of passing out flyers or cold calling. You, you call up somebody that have never heard of you before, and you're like, buy my stuff, damn it, and they hang up on you. Well, they're hanging up on you on Facebook because they don't, they don't want your crap. They don't trust you. They're ignoring the, you try to throw a flyer in their, your, their face as they walk by. No, I don't want your stupid flyer. I'm not going to buy from you. I don't know who you are. Guarantee that I'm going to make millions of dollars doing following your ridiculous scheme. Okay? So, and I wish that this report, again, very small sample size, 395 marketers. I wish that Forrester would have told us how many of these people have used custom audiences. How many of them have used lookalike audiences. How many of them even know what Power Editor is? How many of them are using conversion tracking? How many of them are using FBX? On and on and on. Now that's just the advertising. But I also like to know how many of them, what, what, what are they dedicating to um, actual community management every day and building an, an effective community? 
I'd like to know those things. I'd like to know what their strategies are. Because without that information, it's completely worthless report. Not to mention, um, do these people even know how, how to measure, measure ROI of their advertising? So a lot of open questions there. And, um, you know, it's frustrating to me because I have made it work. And like, and like I said at the beginning, um, look, I probably had a negative ROI for a long time with my Facebook efforts because while I was doing a good job of building a community, I wasn't doing enough of the right advertising in the beginning. I mean, um, and, and part of that was because Facebook didn't have a lot of these tools available yet. But a lot of it was I wasn't yet willing to invest the amount of money into it that I should have been. I was instead just doing it for clients. But um, I'm I'm a walking example of proof that it, that it can work and that it can be enormously effective. Um, I wrote a post back in, uh, man, I think it was August, about how when I released my Power Editor course, I got 35 times ROI, which is just silly. But um, as you dig into those results, um, there's something that's very important in there. Uh, with this, this so again, this month I spent something like $300. It was nothing, you know, again, this was when I was just starting to get, starting to invest more. Invested $300 in one month of advertising. And it resulted in $10,000 in direct sales, um, as, as uh, said through conversion tracking. But I did not get a single sale from non-fans that what that now um, minus reaching custom audiences, so my email list, and FBX, so people who, who visited my website and then saw an ad. Otherwise, when I was just targeting... You know, some lookalike audiences and special uh, specific interests and things like that. Not a single sale. But those fans, huge money, huge money. Um, and why? Because I put in the time to provide value to these people for two close to two years. Um, and they trusted me. They knew what my content was. They knew it was valuable. And so when I... When I advertised, it wasn't like any other banner ad or flyer where I was just spamming them. And as a result, the sales followed. Now, that's the model you should be following. How many of these 395 marketers were following that model? I'm going to guess not very many. So, um, you know, in a nutshell... I have I have a, a big issue with with that report because then it starts you know then everybody else piggybacks on it right like Jamie did as well um, but then everybody comes out of the woodwork that saying that that they wanted this validation basically because they were failing so they 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 point to Forrester as the proof that it doesn't work so my response to uh, Forrester and Jamie and these three hundred ninety five or so marketers. We'll get to that in a second. Raise a glass. Cheers. All right, you can do it. You can do it. Now, I, I, know, I know the typical response is going to be, well, John, all you're doing is selling. And this, you, could, you could say it's snake oil. <laughs> uh, that, that would be someone who doesn't know me might say that. 
because uh, anyone in my line of work, you're you're selling a product to tell people how to sell, how to sell, right? And uh, I'm using ads to show people how to use ads. So I get that. Um, so I could be creating a product that's completely worthless, but I'm making a bunch of money off of it. So I get it. Um, however, those using uh, my courses, uh, the clients I've helped are absolutely making money with Facebook. But you have to do it the right way. And so here, here, here's the thing. It's just a very, very simple Facebook funnel. And I mean, I, I, funnels and you know, in the website world can be very, very complicated. But within Facebook, it's not that hard, okay? Um, and there are no shortcuts to this Facebook funnel. Number one, build a community, so a fan base of highly relevant people who, are, who fit your niche and who are willing to spend money, okay? And you do that, um, first of all, with Facebook ads, targeting the right people, not looking for the cheapest like, okay? That's the first way. Second way, some of that stuff's going to come through naturally through writing content on your website um, that, that appeals to those people and having a like box. Um, many different ways you can increase likes, but a big portion of that is advertising. Ultimately, though, is so important. These are highly relevant people who are hungry for your content, who are willing to spend money. Period. Number two, now they're there, what are you going to do with them? You don't sell right away, okay? You've got to provide value, consistent value every single day that makes their lives better, that shows that you know what you're talking about, and um, you become a part of their lives, really. And uh, they become part of your their routine. That every day they're gonna see you in the news feed. And like I got to check this out. Highly valuable stuff. It doesn't mean a bunch of cat photos and a bunch of irrelevant um, fill in the blank posts. All that crap that's just trying to get engagement, trying to game the news feed, right? I don't I don't buy any of that stuff. When you see my post in the news feed, it's probably kind of g- generic and vanilla sometimes, right? Because I don't do all the tricks. Um, I don't care about that stuff. All I want is to share value that is relevant to that audience that I know um, has needs that I can fill. So I provide a lot of free, valuable content on a regular basis, usually three times a day. Okay, that's number two. Number three, collect email addresses of these people. Okay, it's up to you when you do this. You can do it at the front. Um, when they become a fan, you can even do it before they become a fan, but in, in all likelihood, I mean, the way I see the flow is become a fan, provide an email address, buy something that's low, low price, buy something high price. Okay. So no, in, in most cases, they're going to become a fan first. Then I will, I'll provide something of value like an ebook or some, you know, register for my mini webinar every, every week. Those things, you're going to need an email address. And you may not want to provide your email address if you don't know who I am and don't trust me. I know I hate providing my email address. I don't want to get spammed. So that's number three, provide that email address. So you're building an email list. So it's not just Facebook, okay? 
this, this is so important that it's I'm I I fully acknowledge that my that campaign provided 35 times ROI. It wasn't because only I used Facebook. It was they saw me in their email, they saw saw my blog post, and they see me on Facebook. It's that constant reminder of all these things. Oh yeah, I should go check out that pro- that product. Maybe I'll buy it. Um, so don't put it all into one basket into Facebook. So collect that email address. Very, very important. Um, I consider my email list more important than the audience I have on Facebook. No offense to everybody who likes my page. Okay. And then finally, yes, make the sell. Make a small sell. Post something, post, share, share your excitement with the, the a new product launch on Facebook and driving people to a landing page to buy. And when you do that, I'm sure you also had an email that went out that day. Use conversion tracking. Hit those fans. Hit them. And um, it's not with, with ads as well that promotes that product launch. And if you built your community properly, if you've been pro- providing value up until then, you will get sales. You will. Um, and actually, you know, with the, the latest product launch I've had uh, with my insights course, I'm saying I'm seeing much of the same, much of the same. I'm taking the same exact approach. I'm close to 24,000 likes now, um, hopefully highly relevant. So now that I'm selling, I'm focusing on that larger audience than I had before to get some sales. Surprisingly, this time I've actually got some sales from non-fans. Um, that doesn't happen very often, obviously, for me uh, to sell something that's $73.50 to non-fans, but it's happening. Um, that's been eye-opening. But uh, once again, I'm getting a very high, high ROI for the past couple weeks following this method. And you absolutely can do it too. Those 300, what was it? Uh, 395 marketers could do it too. Forrester, if they wanted to make money on Facebook, they could do it too. Jamie Turner, my man, my friend, if you want to make money on Facebook, you can do it too. And it's not a shortcut. It's not a get-rich-quick scheme. It's just it's, it's psychology. It's business. It's providing value and then getting a return from these people who have been, get, been uh, collecting that value, value from you up until now. Now, this isn't rocket science. It really isn't. But at the same time, I feel like those who say it, it doesn't work are, and I go back to an old post I wrote, um, don't, don't blame the, how was it? Uh, don't, don't blame the tool, blame the carpenter or something like that, where they're blaming Facebook, whereas Facebook has so many tools that they aren't utilizing and they're just not using it right. They're the ones who should be blamed for this for their failure, but they don't want to accept that blame. So before, before we wrap this up, raise a glass, one more cheers. Cheers. So my plea to you, accept responsibility in your success or failure on Facebook. Know that it's not going to happen overnight. Know that you've got to invest time and money and know that what comes out of your Facebook marketing is equal to what you put into it. So if you don't spend any money 
or you're cutting corners, you're taking shortcuts, you're buying fans, you're paying paying the cheapest, you're going after the cheapest possible likes with ads by targeting the wrong countries. If all you do is sell, guess what you're going to get out of it? Nothing. Nothing. I mean, how could you expect anything else? We, we keep looking at um, the act of selling like it's like there's some some type of uh, blueprint or the people are robots. And if you put stuff out there, you're automatically going to get sales. It's stupid. Think to yourself, would I buy this? Think to yourself, would I want to follow this page? Would I want to see their content in my newsfeed every day? Think to yourself, would I mark this as spam? Think to yourself, does this make my life better by reading it every day? Okay, that's my plea to you. That's my rant. Last call. All right, so I just asked our bartender for the tab. My friend, you are, you're a drinker. I got to pay for your three drinks. Um, I'll take care of you, though. I love you. So just a, a couple reminders here. So my insights training course. So you want to do it the right way. Um, make sure you prepay for my insights training course. It's just $73.50 for now. I hope to have um, my first section out this weekend. To that course, there are going to be probably five sections in all. Just go to johnlimber.com slash insights to learn more about the program and sign up prepay today. Are we good? Good. Look, I just got to say this again. Um, Two years. Thank you so much for being along for the ride. I mean, you drive me every single day to be better. And um, I, I I couldn't thank you enough. So I hope you enjoy the show. Uh, once again, if you want your question answered on my podcast in the future, make sure you go to johnlimmer.com slash awesome. All right? Lots of fun today. Until next time, do awesome things. I'm out. Mm-hmm.